Because as you just said, like, he's going to get the glory. So if you've already got the correct heart posture, God, this ain't even about me. He, he don't have to beat you down and humble you. Humble, you've already humbled yourself. Like that, that is the best place to be because he ain't got to combat against your ego. He's not trying to help you understand. Like, remember when you get to this place, he can, the beautiful part is that he can trust you with the mantle that he's giving you. He can trust you with it because your heart is already in the right place. It ain't about me. It's about you. And Lord, if you call me there, if you tell me to go, I guess I'm going. Is yeah. He already has you right where he needs you to be. Thank you for tuning into the Redefining You podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by the beautiful Miss Mindy J. Lowry. She and I will be talking about life's journeys, where it takes us, and how it lands us on the ultimate and promised platform of God. Trust me, this is an episode you do not want to miss. Let's get started. Hey, you. Welcome back to the Redefining You podcast, episode seven. We have been consistent, y'all. We have another banger, another beautiful guest joining us today. But before we get into all the good stuff, do me a favor. Go ahead and like this video. Send it to somebody that needs to be a part of the fam bam, the Redefining You family. We want to have them here. We are glowing and growing all 2023, y'all. Um, but yeah, and if you haven't already committed to the family, go ahead and do that. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We want to make sure that we we represent in around here. But on to other things, y'all. We have an incredibly beautiful gem with us today, the Miss Mindy J. Lowry. Thank you so much for being with us today, Mindy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have the conversation um, and dive deep. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Mindy. So Mindy isn't like a lot of our other guests. Like I met Mindy through a friend of a friend. And I think I met Mindy personally at Petra's event. Um, I think that I spoke at the Hey Pretty Day Date, the very very first one. Um, and I met Mindy. I'm like, I know that girl from, from social media. <laughs> so it was like a little bit of a fangirl moment. <laughs> but y'all, yes, Mindy is a plus size model. Um, and she is a fellow faith girl. She is all things beauty. If you follow her content, you know, she just, she's just a light. She just exudes just this brilliance and there's just beauty about her and it's natural it's effortless and that's the difference like you see locks flowing like she's she's just naturally beautiful and I absolutely love that about her so as we were preparing for this podcast which is entitled poised on the platform or for right now that's what it's called we might have to end up changing it later <laughs> but I couldn't think of anyone better to fit that role than Mindy because the things that I have seen just social media and then meeting you in person at Petra's event and then further following you. I'm like, this girl is dope. Like she is so dope. <laughs> so Mindy, thank you for being with us today. Um, tell the people a little bit about you. Like I know I just gave them a few of those things, but help them understand kind of like your evolution into Mindy. <sighs> um, so the evolution started really early. Um, of course, but there was like a little break, a little halt, um, trying to find my own way, um, you know, so I kind of diverted from the plan uh, that I know that God had on my life. Um, So I've been a church girl, been a faith girl my entire life. Um, I won't spill my age just yet because I sh- I was about to, um, <laughs> but I've been- hey, y'all ain't gonna believe it. She's not lying guys. Okay. Whatever. No, okay. It is, (laughs) it ain't. And actually, that might be actually something really cute to do. So, you guys can go ahead and formulate what age you think I might be, and then I'll drop it, you know, towards the end. Um, so I've been a faith girl all my life. Um, my father has been a minister since the day I was born, and he is now, um, yes, he's now a pastor. Um, of his own church here in Newberry, Florida. So I'm excited to be there with him. Of course, as his, you know, his daughter, his firstborn, he kind of like brought me in like, hey, you know, you're going to work. You're going to do some, you know, you're going to be here with your daddy. 
yes, daddy, I'm here, you know? <laughs> um, so that's pretty much the, the young me um, and kind of fast forwarding into the, where I am now. Um, I've been through some ups and some downs. I've had some beautiful moments. I've had some sad moments. I've had some trauma. Um, I've had some PTSD, um, good relationships, bad relationships. The one that has been constant um, and the one that I want to grow even more is that relationship with God. Mm. Um, so I took some time a few years back to just kind of reset. And I'm very, very grateful for that opportunity and that space. Um, I, uh, My boyfriend at the time had broken up with me and I utilized that space um, to get closer to, to God at that time. Yeah. I knew something was missing. You know, you go through, you go through life, you go through your journey. And sometimes we divert and we try to do things our own way. And, um, God's like, uh, uh-uh, no, who you forgot about me. Oh yeah. You forgot. Okay. Let me remind you, you know, of who I am. Um, so that's what happened a few years back. And I'm very grateful for that opportunity. Um, and it's pretty much what propelled me to where I am now remembering who I was created to be, um, mm. remembering that plan that God had on my life. So I went from my little girl to the military, to getting out, to being a mom, going through bad relationships, good relationships. And yeah. here we are now. And I see myself authentically and as beautiful as ever as God created me to be. So that's a little wow. evolution. Wow. So we're going to dive a little bit into some of those sections because she, she done done a lot of life. It's a lot of different, like veteran, like, thank you for your service. First of all, like that's, that's a big deal. And thank it you. takes, it takes a special individual to do that. Like a lot of times people go into the military for a number of different reasons, but some people have like a genuine heart to serve people, to serve and protect. And that level of selflessness like people underestimate it. Like I have family members who are currently serving in the military and depending upon, you know, what's going on in the world at that time, you could literally have to drop everything and go protect and serve. And I don't know if I've ever had that level of servitude. Like I, I feel I'm servant minds. I feel like I'm servants, service oriented, but I've never, you know, ever imagined myself being able to be in the military like that's intense like another level of discipline that I just Mm -hmm. have not yet (laughs) so talk to us about that because I know just the boot camps I've attended a couple graduations myself after basic training what did that you know experience of being in the military how did it kind of add to your life or detract because I've heard you know some really some really bad things as well Mm -hmm. so kind of tell us about that experience and how it kind of added or just how it impacted your life um so being in the military was a great opportunity um I was scared I was nervous um I'd never thought about joining the military before my father was not in my mother was not in I didn't have any like close relatives other than um, like an uncle. I didn't really know that well um, at that time. And then a grandfather who I I don't even know if I knew at that time that I went in. I knew later that mm-hmm. he had actually been in the army. Um, so I didn't know the branches. Um, I didn't know what they all did. I just thought they were just all one armed forces, had no clue. Um, so it really added a lot of value as far as discipline, um going through basic training was difficult I'm not that physical I never really was a runner a day in my life um you're talking about doing push-ups and sit-ups that was hard man that was and for someone who just kind of was able to just go through life without even having to work out I didn't I wasn't in any um, extracurricular activities that involved, you know, being very active. So I know really what it was. So getting in was difficult and going through basic training and have to run and meet a certain time. Um, but it's, it, it did give me some discipline, um, on how to structure my life, how to structure my day to day, um, how to work. Cause you know, as a, even as an entrepreneur um, and having or having a nine to five, you got to be disciplined. You know, Mm -hmm. you got to have some structure. So it did give me some framework on that. Um, It also added value as far as friends. I still have friends to this day um, that I uh, met while in basic training. 
um, I built a huge group of um, ladies that I had never, ever met before. So that was nice. That was some added value. Um, Something else. It showed me who I really was um, as far as because they say in the military, they they have to kind of psych you out. So they break you all the way down and then they build you back up. That is very true. And that's really what that is. Because when you come out of basic training, you should be ready to serve and you should be ready to work with your team. Um, No no man left behind for sure, you know, Um, and aim high, aim and, you know, excellence um, in all that you do. So it really showed me who I was in those situations and coming out of it. I'm grateful because I wasn't, I wanted to go to college. I want to go to school. (laughs) I don't want to go nobody, you know, military, but, um, it was, it was really great. Um, family, that's the one thing I would say that I missed, um, being, you know, in the military and I had the opportunity to go to Italy. That was beautiful. That was nice. Yeah. Somebody else dime is always nice. That was amazing. (laughs) Um, so I had that opportunity, but I missed my family and I'm a real family oriented girl so I just wanted to be near my family so the sooner I could I was coming back to the states um to be around my family um so that's a little bit of of added value and and some not so great but um I'm grateful for it and now I'm able to work with other veterans Mm -hmm. um with the veterans affairs um so that's definitely a great opportunity um to be able to to work with other veterans and for other veterans as well. Yeah, that's that's a huge thing, like a full circle moment. Like God is so intentional. When he puts you on a path that is your path, it's almost frightening how things just become intermingled and things that you thought were you were finished with in one season, that thing come yeah. right back around and pop you in the back of your head. Like, no, we, this, this yes. is still a part of your path. Um, I was actually kind of reading her bio before this and it was funny your your childhood desires of being both a doctor and a lawyer I said come on here ambition come on here I can distinctively <laughs> remember as a little girl I always wanted to be before before I knew what the technical term was a baby doctor so I wanted to be a pediatrician uh-huh. and then as I got a little bit older um, my mom told me she's like you know you know pediatricians don't work with just babies they work with 18 year olds too. You want to do that? I, I don't like them that much. I want to, I want to be the baby doctor. So then as I got a little bit older, like my mom was very much so exposure, put you in places, you, you go, you spend your summers doing different things. Like I can remember spending the summers in California with my godmother sometimes just to be exposed to a different, you know, atmosphere, different cultures, things of that nature. And I can remember, um, I was actually, shadowing a midwife in like a nurse midwife in Gainesville at one point because that's where I'm from and as I was shadowing them I was actually supposed to be attending my very first birth like I saw a woman get a pap smear like I can remember these experiences that I had like I was I just knew I was gonna be somebody's baby doctor And as I got older, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to narrow it down to being a nurse midwife because I I definitely have a passion for babies. I love babies, love babies. And it kind of changed and evolved. I went to UCF and I got my first F in human anatomy. That was out. I I just realized very quickly that wasn't going to be for me. Um, But even then, you know, we now have the doula spaces. We now have Mm -hmm. the you know, the certified midwife spaces. So not so much in hospital, but, you know, the birthing centers, things of that nature. So I was still very so much focused on helping life come into the world. I've always been passionate about that. And anytime that I see somebody with a baby, I just get the butterflies. I'm like, oh, it's new life. And I can, I can remember, um, my, my family just went through this very traumatic experience where, um, I experienced in my family, a stillbirth. Mm. For the first time in my life, I'm like, I don't know. I always looked at it from the bringing life into the world, but you never, ex- you never think about Mm-mm. the ones that don't make it into the world. And I knew very quickly I couldn't be on the other end of that. 
I couldn't be the one that feels responsible for that. Yeah. During that time, um, I got exposed to, um, as I continued to fail classes, um, <laughs> I was just changing directions. Like it, it became very clear to me. Math has always been my strong suit, but just as I continued to kind of evolve and become, I learned very quickly that I had the gift of gab. And mm. that turned into a very successful sales career where I would be the top sales inside salesperson. Mm. Um, I started working like 2012 and I've been working ever since. And so I've been in that inside sales space position for a very long time. It's kind of taken me to where I am now, where I'm a sales director and I oversee a department and, you know, just connect with people. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that, you know, my mom used to say as a child, as a baby, I would, I didn't know a stranger. I would make a friend out of nowhere. And she was like, that has carried you over and it's transpired yes. into the career you have today. So we always got a plan, but if it's, if it ain't it, you're going to be somewhere else. Yeah. You are going to be somewhere else, exactly where you need to be. Mm-hmm. So you talked a little bit about your um, breakup. And Mm -hmm. I want to have, I want to kind of shed some light on that area because you said something so important, like after that is where you really did some like self-work of discovery Mm -hmm. of who you Mm -hmm. are, like realigning, you know, your faith in who you are in Christ, not just, you know, somebody's woman, but Mm -hmm. who you are as a woman, Mm -hmm. um, kind of help us understand what that, that journey was like, what were some of the practices that you implemented to kind of rebuild yourself? Because I can only imagine after a breakup that, you know, is devastating, but how did you go through the process of rebuilding? Ooh, um, it was hard. I'll, I'll start by saying that it was, it was hard. It was very difficult. Um, anyone that's listening and watching, um, if you're on the cups of that, or if you feel like it's coming or it has already happened, um, understand it's hard. It, it is. I, I'm going to be very transparent about that. It's hard. It's difficult. You have good days. You have bad days. You have good nights. You have bad nights. And nights, you know, are when you are alone mostly, um, and the enemy, you know, is is trying to talk to you. Um, and we feel our most vulnerable in those times. So we we weep. We cry. Um, getting out of a relationship or breaking up with someone um, is is a loss. So that's what makes it so hard. It's a loss. It's it's. Um, I think someone said recently, and I I could not agree more. It's like mourning. Yeah, it's like mourning. So what I did is I I had to first realize this has happened. And it's, it's not going to change. This is what it is. Um, and then I also had to realize that God allowed this to happen. And for what reason? There must have been a reason. There must yeah. have been a purpose. And, you know, women, we have a tendency to remove ourselves emotionally from a relationship before the breakup, right? Well, before. Before the breakup. So I had already started kind of removing myself a little and understanding that something was happening. Something was about to occur. And I would ask him, you know, for reassurance, are we still going to do this? Are we still going to? And he would say yes. But I had already kind of prepared myself a little bit, you know, that it was coming. So when it came, I really had to just understand it was for a reason. It was for a purpose. Um, Didn't know for sure what it was, but I knew there was purpose in it. So Um, Once I began to realize that and understand that this had, this had happened, it wasn't going to change. Um, I needed to mourn. I needed to release myself of it. And then also understanding that there were going to be different stages of mourning. I would be happy some days and not happy other days. Um, And then I just said, you know what, God, what do you want me to do? I remember asking him that question. And he said, you need time with me and I need time with you. I need Mm. you to take a break from all distractions. Not work, because I needed to work, but distractions as far as like relationships, trying to force myself back into something, um, allowing others to try to get at me, pour into me, 
Um, I'm a cute girl. You know, I go outside and somebody might want to talk. Folks realize on social media that I'm single, you know, people going to start flocking my way. That's another mm-hmm. thing I did not do. I did not put my mess on social media. We mm-hmm. have got to get out of that. I did not put my um, details on social media. I hadn't told anyone on social media that we were broken up. Even mm-hmm. when I switched my status from in a relationship, in a relationship to single, I hid it. So other people would not see that notification. Yeah. But somehow people still found out and they were trying to come at me. But God had already told me, you need time with me and I need time with you. Yeah. So what I did for a year, I basically took a year to work on that relationship with him. Yeah. Um, I I entertained a few, but I did not formally, I would say I didn't formally date. And I told myself that I would not be in a relationship, okay. period, at all. Um, and I would tell anyone that tried to date me or wanted to try to take it to that level, I would tell them, no, I'm not doing it. You can come at me next year if you want to. Um, <laughs> what I also started doing is I started writing affirmations to myself just randomly. Um, I also had written on some mirrors around the house um, how God saw me. Um, there was one, I think I still have it on one of my mirrors mm-hmm. where it says, God loves me or God loves you just mm-hmm. as a reminder to myself in those dark moments that I was going to be okay. Yeah. Um, so that's really how I maneuvered through that. Um, the following year I celebrated myself. I had gotten to a place to where, girl, you was fine. You is cute. You, you know, you are God's creation. You are a masterpiece, honey, like flaunted girl. And that's what I did. I said, you know what? I see myself as God sees me. A beautiful, yeah. a beautiful, absolute beautiful masterpiece from head yeah. to toe, inside and out. Um, and I was no longer afraid to hide behind another individual or a relationship. It was yeah. like, here's me. Here's Mindy. And that's basically what happened. And since then, it's just been no turning back. But those are some of the things that I did in order to move forward and get back to me. Um, and build that relationship with God and, and get to a space where I knew he was there every, every single moment, yeah. every single. Moment. I yeah. love that. I love that. And that's so powerful. Cause I know just in relationships, we can tend to be lost. We can get lost mm-hmm. in the other person. We put all of our eggs in one basket, so to speak, where we just rely on that person to do the pouring into us. Yes. Whether they're fully capable of supporting that or not. I mean, we all know the the initial part, the we call it the honeymoon phase of the relationship. They can't get enough of you. So it's mm-hmm. it's butterflies. You you get butterflies when they walk in the room, but how long have you been in a relationship with with him? Um, I have been in a relationship with him for five years. That's that's a long time. I got a five year old. So I know that's a long time. <laughs> five, five years. We had a son um, out of the relationship. My son was preemie or our son was preemie. So we dealt with that together. Yeah. You know, we were emotionally bonded. Um, five years is a very long time. And I, yeah. and I knew the, the longer it got, I knew. I didn't want to know it, but I knew it. You know, you know it, but you don't want to. Be honest with yourself about it. I knew he wasn't my person. When he got to five years, I was like, there is no way that I'm still with this person and I am not his wife. Wow. I am. And I also had to realize that too. And we had a very, very, very deep conversation one day and it hit me. And I said to him, I said, you know what? It hurts so bad at this very moment because I have now come into the realization that I know that I am not her. I am not your wife. And that's what hurts. I've spent all this time believing that I was. And now, you know, I now realize that I'm not. Trying to fit a mold, forcing yourself into spaces that aren't meant or built for you. Mm -hmm. And relationships, I mean, you know, they're they're work, they're hard, they're difficult. But there are some spaces that are meant for you that you're going to fit into without forcing, without effort, without wiggling your way in they're just meant for you and sometimes you're going to deal with some stuff in that spot but the getting there it's not supposed to be a fight 
And I, I love that for you that you, even after five years, even after having a child together, because I know there's some women that, you know, are out there right now that are in a similar situation where they, they not going to take this L. They don't invest too much time, too much mm-hmm. energy, mm-hmm. you know, too much. Like mm-hmm. that's a real thing. We can get yes. complacent or just terrified of what's after it. Yes. But I love what you said, just spending that time with God, recommitting just that relationship, solidifying that relationship, understanding what he says about you, that, you know, you are loved, you are beautiful, you're worthy, you're, you're his. Yes. And that's, that has been some of the, the best soul work that I could have ever done for me mm-hmm. just over the last year, just some of the trauma that I personally dealt with and just having to realign myself and just understand who I am and whose I am. I'm his. Yes. And yes. his is just a, a loaded statement because we know the God that we serve. He's the I am. So he's mm-hmm. everything, literally everything that you could need him to be. But in those moments where you're not really sure of who you are, sometimes we make those mistakes. We put we put all of our our everything, yeah. our worth into this person. And when they're not, we look them, we look to them to be a God. Mm-hmm. And I taught children's church yesterday. It's so funny that um, we're talking about this because I taught my children. I taught my children in children's church yesterday. Um, we we taught from Exodus chapter thirty four and verse fourteen, and it just talks about God being a jealous God. Yes, and I have and I have the babies, so I have my babies and uh-huh. you know a couple of the other kids. They're seven and under, so I'm teaching them about jealousy, and I'm teaching them about you know there's. There's a good, there's a such thing as righteous jealousy because they only have the negative connotation of jealousy, jealousy. of mm-hmm. wanting something that, you know, somebody else has. Yes. And I help them understand and I help them reframe their mind. Like, you know, who does the most free in the world? Of course, they say, mommy, dad, <laughs> you know, you know, they're innocent answers, but my children and one of the other ones, they're like, well, God does the most for me because I beat that into their head. I said, there is somebody in this world that loves you more than me. And I just want that to blow your mind for a minute. Like mommy and daddy love you no matter what. But there is another level of this love that we could never touch. And that is the love of God. That's good. And so God loves me most. So whenever, whenever you hear that question, who loves you the most in the world? God does. Mm-hmm. And how do you think it would feel if, the things, so we talked about what has God done for you? What does he do for you? So that oh, he helps me sleep well. These, these, are some, these are some answers that the innocence of their answers, like helping me sleep well, it, it resonated in my adult life as peace because mm. how many have been restless at night? Yes. Like yes. just understanding their little minds and how, when he says, come to me, like little children become childlike, yes. just make it elementary. What does he do for you? Those little things. He does all those things for you. And then we we have the audacity many times to not even acknowledge who he is. How would that make you feel? Yeah. Angry, upset, that's righteous jealousy. Yes. And that's how he feels about us. He wants that attention. He wants that credit. And we have to get to a place where we give it to him. And sometimes when you, <laughs> we even talked about, what are you doing? You're jealous. Hit him. Oh, <laughs> okay. You're going all the way. You want all the smoke. Got it. Unfortunately, it was my baby who said it. <laughs> I love it. My leave, I hit him. Oh, you right. You do. You do. You will do that if it gets to that place. Well, sometimes God will hit us in a different way. Okay. Different way. He, yep. he will get us to a place. He will beat us down to a place where we don't have any other options. When we eliminate the options Um, in this season of my life, it's just been very evident that had I not experienced the things that I have right now, I would not have been, I wouldn't have been in a place of submission that I am right now. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want to do, whatever you're going to do, do it. Cause Mm -hmm. I can't do this life without you. The life, the life that I want to live, I can't live without you being at the center. Nope. And once he gets you to that place, you're like, there's no there's no ceiling. Like you can literally go anywhere. You can yeah. literally go anywhere and do anything. And I want to transition because y'all, she's not just a model. Like she's she's gotten some success. Like you're building a platform. There's a brand. Like you, you're getting opportunities. And 
the ones that I've seen that you're that you're a part of is so just elegantly and tastefully done. Like help us understand like that journey into you know becoming a freelance model and what mm-hmm. that's been like because it hasn't been a long time. Like this hasn't been like a a lifetime. I've, I've been in patents and I've been doing this. Like no. this is a new path that you're walking down and you are eating it up (laughs) thank you thank you so much um so the photo shoot that I mentioned earlier you know I wanted to celebrate myself that's really what kind of kicked it off and so I just was myself authentically um during that photo shoot and the photographer just was able to capture Mindy in this beautiful light as is um, some of the poses, I was like, I ain't never did no pose like this. Um, but then when I got the pictures back, I was like, oh my gosh, these are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what kicked it off. And then um, there was a photographer here in, in Gainesville. Shout out to James Hardy. Um, he's here in the Gainesville, Florida area. And he reached out to me after seeing these photos. We weren't even, um, I think, friends on on social media yet he had kind of seen me some from somebody else sharing my stuff. Um, and so he reached out to me and he wanted to work with me. And I was like, wait, you want to work with me? He's like, yeah. You know, how long have you been modeling? First thing I said was, I ain't no model. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? This, and this was literally within probably six months of my birthday photo shoot. Wow. Six months. I kid you, my birthday was in February. It was probably June or July where he reached out to me. Um, and then I came down to Florida for something and he and I did a photo shoot. From there, it just kind of took off. I did a, a contest that I won. Mm-hmm. Um, I got um, a little closer to the person that had actually put on the contest. I call her Coach D. Um, got close with her, got some information from her. When I won, I had some folks asking me, hey, because I went live to let everyone know, and they were like, hey, Mindy, you know, are you thinking about being a model? And I'm like, I'm not a model. Like, what are y'all talking about? I just like getting in front of the camera. Right. You know, especially at this point, I, I really love who I am and I, I'm loving what I see on the opposite end, you know. Um, but I thought about it. I was like, maybe, you know, maybe there's something there. We'll see. So I talked to James about it. And James was like, Mindy, God is taking you places. Get ready. And I started crying. So I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I've not thought about being a model ever, ever. Um, And so to be in that space was, um, it was a beautiful, beautiful moment. Um, And then from there, it just, I just started booking different, um, or started wanting to work with different photographers. I did a photo shoot with um, a photographer well-known in the plus size industry, um, he's seen women start where I am to working with different brands, um, that we see all the time, like yeah. Fashion Nova, um, Reb Dolls. Um, there's one young lady that worked with him and she's now a model with them and she signs different agencies. So he's, you know, he's got some credit. Yeah. Um, so I went and I worked with him in Miami. And when I got those photos back, that's when I knew it was about a year later when I realized that there was something um, within me, you know, that could do this thing. So I looked at the photos and I was like, girl, you a model, like you might as well say it. So that's when I started um, proclaiming um, and announcing and letting everyone know that I would now consider myself as a a model. that's where it started. Um, I do want to be signed um, by an agent, however, there may be some other plans that God has for me. And so I'm not, um, that is a goal, but I'm not dead set, if that makes sense. Um, I have, my wheels have been turning. Uh, I feel like God wants me to do so much, so much more than be bound um, to a agent. Um, And there's a strong possibility that he may want me to do my own. And that's the space that I'm in right now. Mm. Having that conversation with God, like, are you serious? Because I don't know how to do this. Um, but I reached out to that that model that is now signed and working with these different clothing companies. I reached out to her and I was like, hey, and she's a Christian. She's a faith girl too. Have you ever heard of a Christian 
modeling agency. And she's been doing this for years. She's been doing, shout out to Devorah. She's been doing this for years. I don't know the exact number of years, but sis has been yeah. doing this for years, like longer than me. Wow. And she said to me simply, no. And I was like, hmm. So I just sat there for a moment. And then she responded back to me. She said, you thinking about something, aren't you? <laughs> so we'll see what God has. I don't know if I'm ready, but we'll see what God has. So long story short, that's wow. how I got into it. That's where we are now. I want to be signed, but again, I'm not dead set on it. I'm allowing God to move. Um, and he's based, he is putting me in spaces and places that I could never, ever imagine. Ever, ever. Is this? man ever ever wow. ever and this all started in 2021 and here we are now that's two years ago here we are two now years ago wow okay let me <laughs> just say this because I was telling my best friend the other day this year act like it got somewhere to go like it's running late yes, it's just, yes. It is May. It was just January. Yes. Like the years, the time is going to pass. Like, mm-hmm. let me let me just speak this over. The time is going to pass. So if you're wondering, oh, well, two years is a long time. It's really not. It's really not a long time. It's going to pass like lightning. And yes. when you're operating in the spaces in the and you're occupying you're occupying the spaces that God has strategically yes. specifically set aside for you. Yes. Like you, you're like, oh my goodness, this is my life. This is what I'm doing. Yes. The fact that you it took you a while to actually accept what God <laughs> is already declaring over you. Like this, this is for right. you. Was there ever any because I know you had done the work, but once you are at that road of like a huge platform or a huge promotion or a title, when we think of models, we, we automatically in a, in a way idolize them, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. put them on this pedestal because they are for most of us, the epitome of, of perfection. And, you know, it, it creates a new level of just expectation. Yes. What was it about the term being a model that kind of made you like, I don't know, Lord, wait a minute. I just look good in front of the camera. What was it about the term or occupying or declaring that you were Mm -hmm. the thing? What was it about it that kind of made you shy away? That very thing that you said, that expectancy, that level of being, you know, perfection. I'm not perfect by any means necessary. I got curves. Yes. I got curves in the right places, the bad places. I got stretch marks, you know, you know, I'm a mom, you know, I got, what, what do they call it? The, uh, the FUPA. FUPA. I I got all of that. So hearing that, I was like, wait, what? Because for so long, we've seen the, what we see or what social media or what society has said is perfection. So I was like, wait, what? No, I'm by no means perfect. I and and honestly, I was like, I don't want that kind of status. I don't like attention. I don't want to draw <laughs> attention. Leave me alone. But then something just clicked within me. Um, as you had said, mentioned, as you mentioned earlier, like God precisely has a plan for you and when things start to line up that's him yeah it's not you it's not me so that's when I started realizing even with James reaching out to me I was like what is going on and then I won this contest and I was like what is happening you know and then (laughs) it's just I have had probably 10 or more photographers reach out to me Mindy I want to work with you for no charge Mindy I see you as this. I love what you're doing. I want to work with you. And it's still happening. I am still Uh getting messages. I am still getting DMs from photographers that want to work with me because they love what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, And that's when I started to really begin to see that it was really God putting me in these places and these spaces. And so that shyness, I then had to kind of reel back a little bit. Um, 
and realize that God has already equipped me with what is needed and what is necessary to do the work. And I'm here, not just for myself. Not that's one of the biggest things for me. It's not about me. Yeah. Not about me. It's a story that I have to tell, but at the end of the day, it's not about me. I want to ensure that his name is elevated. His name, you know, is glorified. And I want to be able to pour into other women, young girls, um, and even men, if needed, that they are beautiful, you know, no matter what they may appear to look like, no matter what society says. Um, But that's why I shot away, because I was like, no, I don't want to be up there. Are y'all? No. Because when you get up there, (laughs) you get up there, and it's like, you got to stay up there. Yes. so yeah. I was really nervous about it. Very nervous. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's the ones that he uses. Because as you just said, like, he's going to get the glory. So if you've already got the correct heart posture, God, this ain't even about me. He, he don't have to beat you down and humble you. Humble, you've already humbled yourself. Like, that, that is the best place to be. Because he ain't got to combat against your ego. He's not trying to help you understand, like, Remember, when you get to this place, he can, the beautiful part is that he can trust you with the mantle that he's giving you. He can trust you with it because your heart is already in the right place. It ain't about me. It's about you. And Lord, if you call me there, if you tell me to go, I guess I'm going. Is He already has you right where he needs you to be. And when you're, when you're thinking about these opportunities, is there ever like, what's that process like of vetting these opportunities? Because we all know everything that's good ain't God. Mm -mm. We always know that. And as you're stepping into more of a mainstream space, I imagine there's just, you know, they, once they see what's hot, you know, they can always try to, you know, just pick off of your, your success. Like, how do you vet those opportunities? Like, what's your process like for vetting the, the outpouring of (laughs) all of a sudden support? Like, what's that like? (laughs) Um, so it depends on what's being presented. Um, If it's an individual that reaches out, I go and check them out on social media. Um, I ask for their work. I ask for their website. Um, I ask, you know, who might they have worked with? Show Really, it's a a matter of show me your work and let's see if it fits with my brand. Mm. Um, And if it does not, I'm very honest about it. Um, And then two, if I'm presented with um, like a photo shoot idea or a show um, that someone might want me to be involved in. I do the same thing. You know, I see who's involved. I see who's putting on the show um, or the photo shoot. And if it does not align with my brand, it will not happen. Mm. Um, and my and my brand is to really um, create a space for for women young girls, um, men as well, where they know that they're beautiful without taking everything off, you know, um, just really looking at themselves in, in clothes and know, just in a mirror, just saying I'm beautiful, you know, no matter what shape and size that mm-hmm. I am. So that's my platform. If I feel as though it's, um, what's the word I'm looking for a little too risque then no that ain't for me (laughs) so um yes and I do um I do bathe in suits I do bathe in suits um and I have my moments where I'm too kind of a little conflicted like God is this too much am I doing too much am I showing too much um and if it goes way beyond what I'm comfortable in no I won't do it so it really depends on what's being presented. Um, and I definitely have to ensure that it fits the brand um, yeah. and, and what I'm trying to to convey. You won't see me doing a lot of raunching. You ain't going to see me doing no twerking. It's not. Now, I might do that in the space of my own home. So that, that's but, your house. Right. But it's not going to be for the world to see mm-hmm. because I don't feel like that's appropriate um, for the brand that I am that I'm building. And that's so important. That's so important to remain on brand, whatever that is. Um, A lot of times we correlate brand with 
you know, having a business or having a platform, being a social media influencer, content creator, what have you. But we ourselves, our brand, the character that we operate with, the <laughs> how we move, yes. that's your brand. Yes. That's, that's you. Yes. <laughs> you are your own brand. And exactly. when people can, you know, see you and they associate you with positivity, with light, with mm-hmm. Christ, like, I love that very, very, very clearly your brand includes Christ. And if it, if it's any way conflicting, like you said, you, the Holy Spirit, this is too much. Like, it's just too far left. Like even, even your birthday photos, like even your, both your birthday trip. I was like, this girl, she just got this juice. (laughs) And I love that for you. I I reached out. I was like, I love that you did this solo dolo trip. I just love it y'all. Cause it, I was excited. I'm like, you know, I need to go somewhere by myself. <laughs> yes. Be and just yes. do and just exist. Like that, that was, that was beautiful to see because we always see, you know, the girl's trip yes. or the vacation. Yes. Very seldomly. I mean, now we're in a culture where we're seeing more of the, the solo trips, but it yours mm-hmm. was not just a you going to Miami, you went international for your solo trip and just loved on you and poured into you. Yes. And you ain't got to have nobody going with you. Like it's this, this is about me. Yeah. About me. And I love that for you. I Thank, love you. <laughs> Thank you. God really orchestrated that for sure. Cause I did have a friend that was planning to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was probably like a month before. No, it was like two months before. And things were just kind of not working out. And I was like, a couple months, you know, like a couple weeks went by and I just felt like it's mine. Yeah. It's me. I need to go by myself. And my girlfriend was like, are you sure? You said you didn't want, I said, you know, I know what I said, but in this very moment, I feel like this is for me. This is mm-hmm. what God is telling me because as we know, you know, as, as, as Christians and as believers, God is not the author of confusion. He's not in that mess. He's not in something that's, you know, confusing. And I was like, there's just so many objections and things that are just not flowing and it's not working out. And I keep getting a no here and no here, or this ain't, or you can't go. And nope. That's where I found my peace. I was like, you know what? It's going to be me and me alone. And I'm okay with that. I'm a big girl. And this is not my first time doing it. I did it um, 10 years ago. This is kind of give people an idea how old I am. I did it when I was 30. So 10 <laughs> years ago, I did the same thing. I went by myself to Hawaii. Yeah. Took a real big trip to Hawaii. Didn't take one soul. I met a couple people there um, that lived there. And I had a great time. But I spent some some time to myself. So, yeah. You know, in solitude really just spending time with myself, loving on myself, um, getting to know my likes, my dislikes. So this was, this was great because I was able to say, you know what, I've started something. Yeah. I did that at my thirties. Now at my forties, here I am doing it again. Like, look at God, like he orchestrated that. Um, and I hadn't even really seen it, but, um, it worked out and it was great. It was beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's huge. So y'all, there you have it. (laughs) <laughs> when <laughs> she like I said whatever you was thinking it ain't it you nowhere close to it <laughs> whatever you was thinking a little bit higher because that ain't it either yes and you know what's so interesting is that a lot of times you know we always have to be with somebody mm-hmm. and a lot of that is rooted in just the, the traumas that we've, we've always felt like, you know, alone, us not liking who we are. are. I was just, um, we had a visitor this weekend. Um, I was telling you, my husband is directing the Wiz and one of his um, best friends came and supported. And I was talking to him this weekend. I was like, you know, this whole, this life thing, like as you're, as you're growing up as we, and we grown, like he's a few years older than I am he's 30 34 this year now sounds okay. like you know as I've gotten older I really have to come to the understanding that you got to like you like a lot to yes. be to be successful in this life to not 
be like a leaf in the wind. You have to really become secure in who you are because the world will tell you any and everything about who you are. But until you're secure and you can look in the mirror and like you, like everybody's not going to be your cup of tea and you don't have to go with everyone. And like I said, God, like you said, God is not the author of confusion. Sometimes it's not meant for everybody. And that's, that was always frightening for me as I'm continuously promoted and put in spaces that I wouldn't typically do. Like a couple years ago, um, when I got this job, I was traveling to South Florida um, where I now live, but I was traveling mm-hmm. about four hours um, to go to work, staying in a hotel for three days. Um, mm-hmm. And then my babies were at home with my husband. I was doing that like a couple times a month. But that was like the first time that I had ever been by myself anywhere. So I'm, and of course, the first couple of times, like, well, I'm gonna get takeout. I don't want to go sit in the restaurant alone. But during that time, God was really just showing me, Mm -hmm. like showing me, you are so capable of being alone. And if you don't like what you see, if you don't like who you are, this is going to be the time where you're not influenced by anyone else. Yes. It was from that time that I was able to do joy days where I do whatever brings me joy. I'm yeah. going to get a massage. I'm sitting in the restaurant in the middle with nobody else. It's like, are you table for one? <laughs> and it's that, that level of confidence. And believe it or not, anytime that I am alone, like I'm not looking miserable. I'm dressed up. I'm cute. cute. Like I'm not, I'm yes. stepping for me. And I'll get people like, you You waiting on someone? No, you can have that chair. You by yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know how you do it. I'm good. <laughs> but I didn't always have that, that level of confidence because we're, we're so, we're so, we got to be with yeah. somebody else. We have, it yeah. comes with, it's me and them. We're three yeah. amigos. No, it was solo dolo and I'm good. Solo dolo. Yes. And I'm good. Uh, this is so good (laughs) this is so good so we are actually going to go ahead and transition into the redefining moment so I was telling Mindy before this um, episode started I was telling her what the scripture reference was today and God actually just gave it to me yesterday and a lot of times he'll give it to me like when he gives me the guest Um, there's a lot of bible that I just don't know I'm just to be honest, I've been in, in, in the church all my life, but Same. as I'm growing, like before these podcasts, a lot of times I do research and when I'm looking for the context of things, like some things are just not aligned, but this verse, um, I caught yesterday and when like, like you catch a vibe, I caught this verse and that thing <laughs> hit me in, in the side. I was like, okay, okay verse, but it's actually Psalm 75, six or seven. And I'm actually going to read it from the passion translation. And it says, this I know, the favor that brings promotion and power doesn't come from anywhere on earth, for no one exalts a person but God, the true judge of all. He alone determines where favor rests. He anoints one for greatness and brings another down to his knees. And when I read that thing, I'm like, whoa. So so many times, like we think is us like we magnify ourselves and our skill set and our greatness and it's like you didn't do that there's there's no degree there's no level of experience there's no connection that without god would be relevant and when i started to realize that thing like the the limits were taken off of god because for me there's different things in my life that i regret not you know having or doing or following through and it's like no you're right where you need to be you're right where you need to be and even if you didn't get the the paper trail or the things that you needed on paper i qualify you yes. i put you in these positions yes. i will put your name in rooms that you that you would have never even imagined no. would be possible and he's doing those very things. And literally in two years, <laughs> yes, in two years, he's doing the same for you. And I just love to see it. I'd love to see it. So y'all be encouraged. If there's anything that you feel like maybe, maybe you're late in life, you're not late. You're right on time. Right on time. You're right on time. God is the, he holds time in his hands. So the time for us, it's a few seconds for yeah. him. 
Yeah. Like, so when he says he may not come when you want him and he's right on time, like his time is not our timing. And you're never late. You're never too late. When you're walking in a promise, in a purpose place, yes. time will not be an issue. And he's going to be the, the restorer of time. Things that you may have thought you've lost or things that you may have thought were never going to transpire or happen for you. Those things may not be right now, but they're still yours and they will manifest in his perfect time. This is so good. Oh my gosh. My dad just um, had a word on yesterday and he titled it season, time, place, and purpose. I kid you not. That was his word on yesterday. And so to get this again today. Come on, Holy Spirit. Nothing but God. (laughs) It's nothing but, and it's something that we all need to hear. You know, we've heard it so many times, but every now and then we need to hear it again. There is a time and a season for everything. 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 Like, no, I didn't know this was going to happen to me 10 years ago. You know, Um, for those that are watching and, and listening, like she said, you may not be there yet, but that doesn't mean you're late. Yeah. That does not mean you're late. Time to God is our time. To God is non-existent. It is non-existent to Him. Yeah. Oh, this is good. Thank you, God. Whew. You got Thank me you. up here about ready to cry because I'm feeling it. <laughs> oh, this is really. Listen, we permit tears over here. We we, we is... cry in a second over here. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I don't think we really truly understand that. And if we really allow, if we really marinate. Or allow that to marinate. We really sit in that. I think we will move a lot differently, knowing that time to God is non-existent. You know, on our side, <clears throat> and that there is a time and a seat. Stop trying to rush everything. Yeah, we we want to rush everything. We want to get everything right now. You know, and that's not that's not what God is doing. He wants us to get to a place and a space of understanding that is, it's him that is to do it. It is him that will promote at the right season and at the right time that he has designed because he already knows the plan. He already (laughs) knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And you said it, you said it like our, our fear of, God, what if I get on this platform and I fumble it? Like, what if I get it? But like we just talked about the timing, the development, the person that you are right now can carry that mantle. You weren't ready for what he wanted to release to you. You would have, you would have dropped it. It's like giving the, uh, my five-year-old hold the birthday cake. That's, that's, that's an accident. Disaster. (laughs) Let's not, let's not give you that because yes. you aren't, you're going to drop it. Your yes. intentions can be the best, but sometimes we're just not ready for yes. the very thing that we're asking for. That could very well be ours. It's not ours right now. Exactly. Because if we don't have what we need, if we haven't done the, the inner work mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. development piece of it, our muscles won't be strong enough to carry that weight. It just won't be. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 I didn't, I didn't realize, um, and like you said, how things kind of just come back full circle. Me taking that year to just get with God. Yeah. He was forming and, and, um, shaping me as he needed to during that time to get me to this, to this place. I didn't know that. I just thought I'm, I don't want to date y'all. I don't want no man. It feels um, like punishment a lot of times, right? Like, God, what? Does. Why? Yes, it does. But it's so beautiful on the other end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, Mindy. So where can they find you? Like, where can they be connected? Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, so we're, we'll start with Twitter. I do have a Twitter. I don't really use it. So let's just leave that one alone. Leave that one where it is. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> but on my Instagram, um, you can find, well, I'll say Instagram, my Facebook, and my TikTok. 
Um, you can find me at Mindy J. Lowry. That is M-I-N-D-Y-J-L-O-W-E-R-Y on all of those. That's my handle on all three of those um, social media platforms. Um, my TikTok currently right now is at almost 33K thousand followers. Um, and that's all God. I literally, I got that amount of followers in one year. Wow. One, wow. one year, men and women, men and women. And then I also, um, my Facebook and my Instagram are around the same. Um, and I, and I don't let that lead me. I, I put out content to just put out content. Yeah. Um, I want women to, to see another black woman, um, embracing and loving herself completely. Yeah. Um, and I want men to also see what is classy, you know, yeah. that a black woman, a woman of my stature, a woman of my figure can still be classy. That's so important. So important. So, so, so important because yeah. it's, it's all about the IG models and the, mm-hmm. you know, the augmented bodies and yes, God has made us exactly what we need to be. And again, if you're not pleased with what you see, get in the, get in the gym, put, do some squats that, that, that thing will plump right on up. I can yep. guarantee you that it, it's <laughs> the, the, the body does what the body does and you put in the work, you, mm-hmm. you put in the work, you can, you can achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve. But thank you, Mindy, for being here, for spending uh-huh. this time with me. I am so appreciative of it. And I know that women and men are going to be immensely blessed from your testimony. I appreciate you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity. I was so thrilled y'all when she reached out to me um, (laughs) and asked me to do this. And I was like, this is amazing. And this is my second for the year. Um, So I'm excited. I cannot wait for what God is doing. I am doing some more speaking engagements. Um, so keep me in your prayers. Yes. Um, that's new to me as well. Stepping outside my comfort zone. Okay. Sorry. Um, stepping outside my comfort zone and speaking and mm-hmm. inspiring. That's very new for me. You know, like a, that's a whole nother platform, but it's gotten me where God had me two, three years ago <laughs> in that space. I had no idea that it was going to cause so much um, and just opening up so many different doors and where I'm supposed to be. I didn't even realize that. Like, this is what I'm, this is where I was supposed to be all this time. You were built for this. You were literally built for this. I had no idea. So I really appreciate you for trusting, interesting me um, and trust me to be here um, and to speak to those that follow you. Thank y'all so much for having me. Feel free to follow. Um, if you want to send me a follow, if you if you follow me and you came directly from this podcast, please send me a DM so that I'll follow you back. Because I don't follow everyone. <laughs> I do not follow everyone. Um, I try to follow women um, because that's really who I try to speak to and I want to engage with. Um, but please, if you follow me from um, this podcast, please, please, please DM me so that I know that you follow directly from this podcast and I will follow you back. Awesome. Y'all already know what to do. Subscribe to the channel. Yay. Again, we are dropping gems every other week, y'all. Like the suite of women that have just come through, the caliber of woman that we have had on this season of the podcast. I just get chills every time I think about it because we're all just in different phases and spaces Mm -hmm. of life, but we're all just intermingled. And whenever, whenever I have a guest here, like God just confirms exactly why he said your name, like why he called your name, because these weren't just random fly, but these were names that he's dropping in the atmosphere because it's your time. It is your time. And man, when he calls your name, like get your, get your knapsack, just, just enough clothes, get your overnight bag and go because where he's calling you to is so much bigger than this. Like even I get, I get a little antsy, like, whoa, Lord is, what is this? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. But I know it's, it's his plan. It's his plan. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Thank God for you. Thank God for <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. Thank God for you and what you're doing. This is a blessing. It is huge. And this is not it. Of course, this, this is not it. He does have much, much more um, for you to do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's episode seven in the books. Y'all follow, like, subscribe, share with someone, and we'll see you next time. Bye, folks. Bye.